Hi, welcome to the Positive Health Vibes podcast, a series of fun, upbeat health, nutrition, and fitness chats. I'm your host, Shantae Allen, a certified fitness nutrition specialist and Pilates instructor. And today's topic is eating protein for a healthy metabolism. Did you know you can boost and maintain a healthy metabolism by eating enough protein? There are foods that naturally increase metabolic function and protein is the main nutrient in a lot of those foods. Picture a protein. What type of protein are you picturing in your mind? How often do you eat protein-rich foods and how do they make you feel? What exactly is a protein? A protein is an essential macronutrient, which is a nutrient that needs to come from our diets that's consumed in large amounts. Getting to the biological structure of it, it's a molecule made up of more than 20 amino acids, and nine of them are essential amino acids that must come from food. These nine essential amino acids are histidine, isoleucine, leucine, lysine, methionine, phenylalanine, threonine, tryptophan, and valine. Our bodies are significantly made up of protein. It's in nearly every body part and tissue. Our bones, hair, skin, muscles, and our enzymes that drive chemical reactions. And our bodies need it for growth, maintenance, and to support a healthy metabolism. Really, the metabolism is a whole round of chemical processes. Your metabolism involves chemical reaction processes that make and use energy. Converting food to energy for cellular processes, then converting that food to fuel to build protein, fats, and some carbohydrates and nucleic acids, and eliminating metabolic waste such as nitrogen compounds and carbon dioxide are the roles of the metabolism. Now, what is one of the ways you can maintain the health of the metabolism? Nutrition! Yes, the body's metabolism relies on macronutrients that includes protein as well as fats and carbohydrates and vitamins and minerals which are micronutrients. Protein is the macronutrient that supports the metabolism's role of making energy through glycogen which is stored in the liver and muscles. Glycogen is a polysaccharide in the form of glucose which is a type of sugar your body uses for energy. It takes a lot of water to utilize glycogen, so that's why when you lose a few quick pounds the first week after increasing protein intake, it's usually a little water weight that week. But be consistent. A diet that consists of a healthy percentage of protein promotes muscle growth, and you've probably heard that muscle burns more calories than fat. According to the American Council on Exercise, one pound of muscle burns seven to 10 calories per day, and one pound of fat burns two to three calories per day. So if you were to gain three to five pounds of lean muscle with the strength training program, you could burn 15 to 30 more calories a day. More energy, a healthier metabolism, better weight management with lean muscles that burn more calories than fat. You'd think there'd be more calories and protein to pay for all the work it does, but nope, only four calories per gram. And part of what helps each one of those calories manage your weight is the amount of them burned during the process of digesting and metabolizing food known as the thermic effect of food.
protein has a higher thermic effect of food. Compared to fats 0-3% and carbohydrates 5-10%, protein has a 20-30% thermic effect of food. So at the maximum of 30%, only 70 of 100 calories would be usable calories because 30 calories will be burned while digesting and metabolizing them, while at the maximum for carbohydrates, 90 of 100 calories would remain to be burned and 97 for fat. Do you understand the comparison? More calories are burned to digest and metabolize protein, and that's one of the reasons why protein boosts your metabolism. Also, a healthy percentage of protein in your diet helps control your appetite. Because most protein-rich foods and meals take longer to digest, you feel fuller longer and tend to not eat a lot of empty calories. The less hungry you are, the less calories you feel like eating, which helps manage your weight. Especially if you cooked your protein using a fat like olive oil. The protein and fat combined will take more time for your body to digest, and I get into these kinds of details when I'm working with my nutrition coaching clients. So how much protein do you need to eat? Well, definitely talk to your health professional about your specific needs, but on a general scale, at every meal, and especially with breakfast and post-workout, the National Academy of Medicine recommends adults consume 0.8 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight a day, and that's about 7 grams of protein for every 20 pounds of body weight. Don't you just love math? Okay, so here's a way to figure it out. Take your weight divide it by 20, multiply the quotient by 7, and that equals the grams of protein you typically need to eat every day. Again, talk to your health professional about your specific goals and conditions to determine the right amount of protein for you. Protein with breakfast is a given since it's the first meal of the day that kickstarts your metabolism and regulates blood glucose, which makes for better appetite control throughout the day. And eating some with every meal is crucial in order to fuel your body with an adequate amount of this macronutrient. 20 grams per meal is an average amount most adults aim for, but it often varies by individual needs. Some require less grams, some require more grams, and the amount you consume post-workout is certainly important for recovery, reducing the breakdown of the muscle protein, uh, to increase protein synthesis for muscle growth, and replenish glycogen stores. So take care of those fit, calorie-burning, lean muscle gains. And now it's time to roll out the food cart with foods that are rich in protein, and many of these are complete proteins, which means they contain all nine essential amino acids. Eggs, milk, beef, pork, poultry, wild game are animal-based complete proteins, and quinoa, buckwheat, hemp seed, chia seed, and soy are plant-based complete proteins. Combining certain foods together is another way to achieve eating complete proteins. Here are some servings of protein and their amount of grams. For the eggs, milk, cheese, and yogurt group, one large whole egg, six grams of protein, a cup of Greek yogurt varies, 14 to 20 grams of protein, one cup of whole milk, eight grams, and if you avoid dairy, A cup of almond milk usually has one to two grams. Oat milk has three to four grams per cup. A cup of rice milk is really lean on protein as well at about one gram per cup. 
and an ounce of cheddar cheese will give you about 6.8 grams of protein. For meat and seafood, one skinless chicken breast, you get 53 grams of protein. A three ounce serving of lean beef, 25 grams of protein. And a three ounce serving of salmon or salmon, however you like to pronounce it, 19 grams of protein. And a serving of shrimp, which is three ounces, 20 grams of protein. For beans and legumes, one half cup of cooked black beans, eight grams of protein, and a half cup of cooked chickpeas, six grams, a cup of boiled lentils, 18 grams of protein. Uh, for nuts and seeds, one ounce of almonds, six grams of protein, an ounce of peanuts, 6.7 grams, two tablespoons of chia seed, four grams of protein. As far as grains, in a cup of oats, 11 grams, and a cup of cooked quinoa, 8 grams, and quinoa is a complete protein, uh, 1 fourth cup of farro, 7 grams of protein, a slice of Ezekiel bread, you typically get 4 grams of protein, and it's in vegetables too, 1 cup of chopped broccoli, 3 grams of protein, and a cup of asparagus, 4.3 grams, um, Spinach, a serving of spinach, which is one cup, 5.3 grams of protein. And a cup of Brussels sprouts, you get four grams of protein. A couple other plant-based sources are tofu and tempeh. And a three-ounce serving of tofu, eight grams of protein. And three ounces of tempeh, you get 16 grams of protein. You can build a nice protein-rich meal on your plate by putting a lot of these foods together. Let's say for breakfast, you had a cup of warm oatmeal with one-fourth cup of blueberries, a half an ounce of almond slivers, and one-half cup of low-fat milk. Your breakfast would contain 21.11 grams of protein. And maybe a vegan stir-fry for lunch made with a three-ounce serving of tofu, a cup of broccoli, one-fourth cup of shredded kale, a cup of sliced red bell peppers, and one half cup of shiitake mushrooms over a nice cup of long brown rice will give you 19.5 grams of protein. And sure, you can round up to 20. And how about I let you figure out dinner? I'll give you a hint. It includes some protein to help you maintain a healthy metabolism. To learn more about protein-rich foods and healthy ways to eat them, links to health studies mentioned in this podcast or to schedule a complimentary nutrition consultation and body composition analysis with me, send an email to Shantae, that's C-H-A-N-T-A-Y, at Oceanside-NutritionPilates.com. Thanks for listening to the Positive Health Vibes podcast. Tune in weekly and be inspired to enjoy a healthier lifestyle.